Welcome to the Loop Page Podcast. This week's episode is from a another podcast that was that I was on recently, um, the Product Biz Podcast by Monica Little. Monica is an absolute legend, by the way. If you've um, she's actually she's an Etsy coach. So Etsy, you know the the online shopping platform thing. Yeah, I I don't really use Etsy. I've used it once. I actually bought um, I bought back in the day, uh, back when. Uh, photos on Instagram were huge and it was photos and only photos. And even though photos are coming back, when it was photos and only photos, um, you had to have beautiful filters. I bought my filters off Etsy. So there you go. Um, so check out Monica. She's awesome. Uh, so this episode, what I did is I spoke uh, about a number of things, showing up on social media, uh, gave a number of sales tips. And in particular, we focused on the mindset that you need to reach new levels in your business. So, here we go. I'm going to let Monica introduce the episode. All right, here we go. You're listening to the Luke Page Podcast, the number one podcast specifically made for coaches. Get ready for out-of-the-box conversations from the world's leading coaches and experts. We're going to be talking all things business, health, happiness, and just being the most amazing human being that you can. Why? Well, I ask why not? See, we're only here once. We've got one life, so let's make this thing count. I believe that we can have it all. All the money, all the love, all the joy, all the success, all the excitement. I'm here for all of it. And if you are too, then come along with me. Let's do this. Hello and welcome to the Product Biz Podcast. I'm your host, Monica Little, and today I am so excited to introduce you to a special guest, Luke Page, and we have just an awesome conversation about showing up on social media, what it takes to be consistent on social media, what it takes to build a successful business, the type of person you have to become, the type of mindset you have to embody as a business owner, as a human, as a person to become the best version of you in order to be the best business owner and create the future that you truly want. This is such a great conversation that will leave you motivated and excited and really Looking forward to becoming that best version of you so you can step into the success that is possible for you. So a little bit about Luke before we jump into the episode. So Luke helps coaches who are frustrated because they aren't growing fast enough and he helps them hit 10K months consistently and he teaches them how to build a system that generates new clients month after month. So you might be wondering, okay, he is a coach for coaches. So why is he on the Product Biz Podcast? But The insights, the sales knowledge, the mindset knowledge, the tips, the strategy, the business insights that he shares are universal no matter what type of product you sell, product or service. And you're going to learn so much great information from Luke in this episode today. His philosophy in growing your business online is to know how to sell, to lead by example in everything that you do and build a life outside of your business that inspires people. I'm so excited to introduce you today to Luke Page on this week's episode of the Product Biz Podcast. Well, welcome, Luke, to the Product Biz Podcast. I know that people can't see this right now, but you're actually recording in your car, and in I love car. it. Yeah, I call it the Mercedes Studio. So um, oh it's an awesome, this is, this is cutting edge podcast studio. 
here, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> oh my God, I love it. So for people who are listening who don't know, um, Luke just had me on his podcast a couple weeks ago. I don't know if it's launches yet, but I'm sure by the time this launches, it'll be out there. And we just had a great conversation and you're such a fun person to talk to. And we have originally met from having the same business coach. So when I heard you share some content about social media and how to really show up on social media and how to leverage social media, I was like, this is going to be a great conversation for people to listen to. <laughs> and I think just a cherry on top. And I know people can see, but it's just so funny that you're in your car and I'm literally in my closet. So it's just yeah. a great, great, fun vibe to be. Um, but oh, I would yeah. love for you before we dive in just to introduce yourself. So tell us a little bit more about you, what you do, and why you're so passionate about social media. Well, I uh, I help coaches grow their business. So in particular, I help coaches hit 10k months consistently. So I kind of teach them how to build like a set their business up to kind of build like a system where they've got clients coming in consistently. I kind of went through building my business, doing like the launch strategy where I'd kind of open up and launch every few months. And I, what I found with that is that, hey, when launches went well, it was great. But when launches didn't go well, it sucked. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, it kind of made me kind of look at things differently. I'm like, all right, I want to set my business up. So I'm just getting clients continuously and I don't have to worry about the stresses of the, okay, is this launch going to be awesome? Is it not? There's no worry. And it's just like, it's always the doors are open to take on clients and be open for it. Um, so kind of from an external point of view and strategic, you know, I've got a background in sales for like the last, I don't know, 14 years been teaching people. So I'm heavily focused on that stuff, but as well as the internal stuff, yeah, the mindset, who you need to be, the energy that you need to show up with, because all that stuff there, um, it just doesn't work without you being the person on the inside. So it's just a combination and blend of both. Um, and that's what I really focus on. Um, why I love social media. I wouldn't say I love social media, <laughs> Monica. I wouldn't say, you know what? I'm looking forward to the day where I can really cut my social media down as much mm-hmm. as possible. Hey, I love to, I love selling. Yeah. That's one thing I do love. And, you know, if you're growing a business these days, you've just, if you're serious about it, you're going to be in social media, right? So it's just the way that you get your message across the world these days. Before there was social media, we used to, you know, walk down the street and actually speak to real people. Yeah. And would hand out a business card. If anyone's heard of what a business card, it's like a piece of paper that you have your name and contact details on completely this old school. Yeah. But that was how you just, you'd walk around, you'd speak to people and that's how you spread the message. But these days it's so easy. We can just hide behind our phone and reach people across the other side of the world. So look, social media is just where we're at these days and it allows us to spread our message so quickly. And if you can sell, um, you're going to have a huge advantage. And one thing I talk about is um, selling hard, selling often, but you do it in a really authentic way. Yeah. I think usually people get it wrong. They either, number one, they avoid sales altogether because they just don't like it. A lot of people don't have a good association with it. Or they go the other way and they just turn into a, you know, one of those creepy salespeople. So it's kind of a blend of a both. Yeah. Know how to sell, know the process of it. But just be yourself. Um, don't be crazy. Don't be creepy. Don't be pushy. <laughs> yeah. And uh, just blend them together. That's the way. So yeah, I, I really kind of focus on that stuff. I call it authentic selling. So yeah, and I love it. And I love what you said too about not actually being a fan of social media, but knowing that you have to be on social media because I think so many people 
are similar and I'm the same way. I don't love social media. I don't like to be on my phone all day, every day. I know we talked about this on your podcast too, but it's, it's refreshing to hear someone say, Hey, I don't actually, you know, love social media, but it's part of my business and I have to know how to sell. I have to know how to show up. And it's truly just kind of being disciplined and saying, Hey, these are where people are right now. This is where I have to be. And I enjoy getting new clients or from the people listening, I enjoy selling more products. So if being on social media is going to help me to do that, then that's just what I have to do. Right. So I enjoy Mm. hearing that from you because I think a lot of people are like, I hate social media, so I'm just not going to be on it. But you're saying I don't really like social media, but hey, that's where people are. So I'm going to flip my mindset, flip my perspective and actually show up. So how do you what Mm. is your mindset around social media, knowing that you're not the biggest fan of it. Obviously, it's a tool for your business. So how do you change your mindset to show up in this authentic way, even though it's not maybe something that you love to be on there all day, every day? Mm, It's a really good question. Um, In the early days, I struggled with it. I had never even had an Instagram account when I kind of first started this business. I remember my wife had Instagram and I couldn't even, this is legit, yeah? She used to like kind of scroll through Instagram and I didn't even know how to get to the next photo. So say she's looking at a profile. I didn't even know how to get to the next photo. Yeah, that was how I just did not know how to use it one bit. So when I first jumped on and started this business, I'm like, okay, well, I need to start this social media thing. And I just struggled with consistency at the start, yeah, where I would show up kind of one week and then I'd go and disappear the next week and I'd show up the next week and I'd just be in and out. How did I learn to love it or become consistent with it? Pretty much, I guess the answer to that is, well, I just wanted it bad enough. Yeah, it's simple yeah. as that. If you want something bad enough, you'd be willing to do the shit that you don't want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think a lot of the time with business, yeah, is that people think they want a business, but they don't. I was chatting to a, a lady the other day about this, and I could just tell, I go, tell me about business. And then she kind of spoke for about one or two minutes. And she was talking about the challenges that she was facing, you know, basically if she's going to be able to get through it and wondering, and I could just tell by her tone that she didn't want it. And the thing that I said to her is I just said, you've got to decide if you're willing to bleed for this, because there's people out there, your competitors that are willing to bleed for it. And if you're not willing to bleed for it, you're not going to beat them. Simple as that. So if you're willing to bleed for your business and your vision, you will get past every single challenge. But if you're not, good luck. (laughs) So that's it. That's it, Mon. It was just like I wanted it bad enough. So I just forced myself to go, okay, I know that I need to become consistent. And I'm like, I just taught myself because we just tell ourselves these bloody stories. Yeah. Oh, I can't remember. I never used to be able to read. And I said the story, I'm not a reader. It's just bullshit stories. Yeah, the old Luke wasn't a reader, but this new Luke that, okay, if this is going to benefit my life, needs to become a bloody reader. Mm-hmm. So everybody, whatever story you're telling yourself, that's just a past version of you. Stop telling yourself that story and just reinvent yourself. You can just start right now if you like. Yeah, I love that. And I was just actually reading a book called Atomic Habits. It's been around for a while. I don't know if you've read it. Uh, but I haven't read it. I've seen it yet. Yeah, it's a, it's a really good book. And, and he was talking about a very similar thing is that we have to change like the identity 
So if we think like, oh, you know, I'm I'm not good at social media or I struggle at social media or I'm just not consistent with social media. If we believe that, then that's how we're going to show up and we're going to show up and half ass it. We're going to show up and make excuses. We're we're not going to show up at all. Right. But if we say, okay, I am a serious business owner. I want to be a successful business owner. I'm going to do what it takes. I am willing to do what it takes. Exactly. Like you said, then it's just like, all right, game on whatever is Mm -hmm. coming to me, whatever I have to do, let me take advantage of it. Let me make the most of it. Let me actually make it happen how it's supposed to be happen, regardless if I like to do it, if I don't like to do it, if I don't want to do it. And I think this is where a lot of people struggle because I I, I truly think I'm very much like a disciplined person, similar to you. Like if I got to do something, yeah. I'm going to do it, you know? But I think a lot of people, especially nowadays, are very much in this phase of, well, I'm only going to do it if it feels good. I'm only going to do it if it feels right. And the reality is, as a business owner, a lot of times what you're doing is overcoming like challenges and hardships. So a lot of the times it like doesn't feel good. But when you get on the (laughs) other end of it, it does. Right. So talk me through your frame of mind on that. Is it just you know, tough it up and do it? Or do you have any Mm. tips on how you became consistent? Because I know you said it's just, hey, how bad do you want it? But then when you actually put that into practical terms, was it just putting yourself on a schedule or what actually made you become consistent to make that happen? I love these questions. Very good questions. Uh, Well, let's just like start with where you're at. Yeah. So if you're saying that, let's just say I post seven times a week, right? For example. And you're someone who's inconsistent. You don't like social media. You might post a couple of times a week and then the next week you don't. Well, let's not go extreme and try and do seven times a week. Let's just let's just commit to that one step forward, yeah, which means that, hey, I'm going to be consistent with one post a week. Mm-hmm. It's not seven, yeah, but it's one post. It's just the start. All you're doing is you're rewriting your story and going, giving yourself belief that I can do it. So that's it, just little baby steps. Think what happens is that, Yeah, people see that, oh, this person, the person who I want to be, they're posting seven times a week. So that's what I got to do. They try it. They go, this is just unattainable. It's too intense. I can't stand it. They go hard. They get burnt out. They get overwhelmed. They drop out. And then they go into that dark place where I'm not good enough. I can't do this. You know, this is too hard, blah, blah, blah. Just baby steps to start with that one post a week. And then you're building the muscle. You're building the muscle, people. (laughs) So you just got to build that character, that grit, that resilience. And oh my gosh, you would know this, Monica, like nothing in life, well, well, maybe kids do, but business just, if you're going to make it in business, it forces you to build your resilience muscle so much. And Man, like I, I, if you look at me, say, I don't know, five, 10 years ago, I had no resilience. Like I, I would get into things and if I could pull it off easily, like things would usually come easily to me. And I was just used to that in life. Anything that I wanted, I'll get it easily. Yeah. And when I started getting into business, that just slapped me around. And I, I would jump from business to business because I would jump into things. I'd get to the point where resistance came and I'm not used to it. So I'll be like, oh, next business idea. And then I'll get into it. I'd launch it. I'd get it going. Challenge would come up. And then the resistance came. I'm like, I'm not used to this. Jump onto the next business idea. Took me probably a few businesses to realize, okay, this is normal. Yeah, I've got to get past this. And it was a really tough thing to get through because I had to reinvent myself. But I was so impatient. Yeah, I had no patience. 
I had no resilience. I had no grit. It was just like wanted everything easy. I had to completely reinvent myself. Yeah. And it's just, yeah, the baby steps is the way to go. Yeah. Okay. Just Luke, you know, I've got this challenge. How about we just make the, make the promise to yourself. You're just going to get through this one challenge. That's yeah. it. Get through it. You're now stronger. You're like, I got through it. I got some belief in myself. Okay. I can do this. What's next? So yeah, the consistency thing, just start with something small. If it's, you know, if you're doing one post a week, step it up to two. Uh, if you're on no posts and you're up and down, just do the one post. That's it. Just little baby steps. Hey, just want to quickly jump in here to tell you about this awesome new training that I put together. It's called the three steps to get to 10K a month as a coach. Now, if you're a coach and you're currently making under 10K each month and you want to know how you can get there for yourself, how you can be doing 10K months, month after month, then you probably want to check out this really awesome training. I've kept it short, only goes for 14 minutes. You don't even need to opt in. So save your email for another spammer. To watch it, head to www.lukepage.com.au forward slash 10k i'm gonna pop that link in the show notes but anyway let's get back to the episode yeah and then it really just accumulates right it compounds and and before you know it you have this momentum and you have this excitement and then you're probably actually ready to post more because now you're getting comments now you're getting dms now you're getting sales so it's like okay i was hesitant because it probably because it wasn't working, right? I think a lot of resistance maybe happens because people post once, expect massive results, they don't see it, so then they go hide. But when you start to be consistent, like you said, 1% better, maybe it's just once a week and then it's twice a week, but then you start to get the positive um, confirmation that it's working, pair that with what you said of like the grit and the patience and the resilience of understanding that it's gonna take time too. But then you actually Mm. start to become excited to post and then it makes it easier yep. to show up, right? So it's a little bit yeah. of, of coming all full circle to make it what you want it to be, which I think is a really fun part about social media, right? Yeah. I mean, you've got to, um, if you're posting stuff and you're not getting any engagement, like, I mean, I know what it feels like. Yeah, I've, I've been there. And it's like you're putting all this effort into content and you just <laughs> post and have no one's listening. It's It can be a really tough thing. Um, most people aren't. <laughs> designed and built to sustain that because what we do is we take it personally we're putting Mm -hmm. our heart into this (laughs) we put it out no one like no one's listening to us that's a really hard thing so you've got to this is like the serious stuff you've got to do so much inner work so much anyway you're on social media and you're putting your heart out there for the world to basically judge you man unless you're some robot yeah and you're built for this shit you just don't give give a fuck is this swearing here, Mon? <clears throat> yeah, that's fine. It's all good. We're 18 and up. Um, <laughs> you've, uh, you've got to do inner work with getting through this because it'll mess with you. <laughs> it'll mess with you. So you've got to learn to, to work on so much self-love. Yeah. Learn to love yourself. Kind of just kind of do your, do your best to detach from, okay, it's not meaning that you're not good enough or anything like that. It's the process and journey that basically 99% of us go through. The issue is, is that you've probably seen, you know, what we're sold is the quick win. Yeah. It's like someone posts, they open up their business, they get this idea. They're like, you know, what? I'm going to do it. I post a video, it goes viral and then boom, they got, you know, they got hundreds and thousands of people lining up outside their shop. We've seen the videos, yeah, or we opened our cart, cart open day, and there's tens of thousands of sales. Sold out, guys. 
that's the bullshit dream that you're sold. Now, does it happen? Yeah, it does. But it is a unicorn, yeah, and it's probably not going to happen to you, yeah? Mm -hmm. If it happens to you, congratulations. I think it's a bad thing anyway, personally, because usually what happens with people like that is they get this huge success. They haven't built resilience and grit. The huge challenge will come and the bigger mountain that you or the bigger uh, tower that you build, the higher, the, the, the bigger that you can fall. And if you have like an overnight success thing, usually a lot of the time those things fall down quickly because you running it, you just haven't had the time to build the character to make that all work. Um, and the bigger company you run, the bigger the challenges. Yeah. So the challenge is going to come eventually. So if you have an overnight success, you haven't had the time to strengthen that muscle. And when that challenge comes, you won't be able to handle it. So, you know, the time and the problems and challenges that you face in growing a business is a blessing in disguise. I know you listening to this are probably going, it's not, it sucks. Trust me, it is. Because when you start making it work, you are you feel so strong and all the challenges that you continue to face, you can overcome them because mm-hmm. you've got muscle now, you know? Yeah. I love, yeah. I love what you just said because I think that's so important because we live in such a world of instant gratification. Like everything is instant. We order something online, we get it in two days, we get a notification on our phone, we can read it right away. Everything is so freaking instant that people want the same instant results with their business. And as soon as they don't get it, they make it mean something about themselves, which is what you were just saying. They take it personally, they get offended, they go into their hole, they stop showing up. Or they just give up because they want that instant success, exactly like you said. But I know for a fact, and I actually just had one of my members who was talking about this too, how she saw other small businesses who have like barely a website, barely some good photos and have like thousands and thousands and thousands of sales. But like you said, if you get that overnight success, you're going to lose it just as fast or you're going to start to have even bigger imposter syndrome because you're going to be like, oh my gosh, this happened overnight. Now am I going to lose it? How do I keep it? What's going on? Is this going to go yeah. away? So I completely agree with you that I I personally also would never, ever, ever want to be that overnight success because you don't have the foundation. You don't have the machine. You don't have what you can really rely on once it's actually built. So going yeah. through all these challenges, all these struggles all these hurdles, man, that just makes you like a tougher person, a tougher business owner in it for the long run. And it all, yeah, it all just comes full circle in that way. Oh yeah. Yeah. I love it. I love it. I love it. Okay, cool. So let's talk a little bit. I know we, we have potentially to talk about some Instagram stuff, but you talked about selling and how you said sell hard, sell often and sell authentically. So I love what you just (laughs) said there. Give me a little bit more context on, um, you mentioned some people avoid sales because of their association with sales. So what do you see Mm -hmm. with people in terms of like showing up on social media, talking about their products? What um, hurdles do people have and what advice do you give them about showing up authentically to sell? Uh, Okay. So sales, a lot of people have a bad association to sales because we've all had exposure to that bad salesman. Yeah. Or salesperson or saleswoman. We've all been sold to by someone who it's just like you'd never want to ever be associated to someone like that. Yeah. So I want you to think of some, that time where you've been sold to. Maybe when you bought a car, maybe when you bought a house, maybe when you just bought a product. Yeah. Maybe when you've walked through the mall, as 
the Americans back say. In the day? The, back in the what, day. What do, you, what do you call it? If it's not a mall, what do you call it? A shopping center. Okay, yeah, yeah, we say mall. <laughs> <laughs> you know how you got those people in the middle of the mall that kind of jump out and they just like, and, you know, people on the side of the street, they walk up to you. Whatever it is, telemarketers. We've had an experience or maybe experiences, yeah. Maybe there's, um, maybe there you've been ripped off before. Maybe you haven't, but you've seen the news of people, scams, yeah. Um, or you've seen movies and the character is one of those really creepy, pushy, old, sleazy salespeople, whatever. It doesn't even matter if it's happened to you. You've seen it. And because you've seen it, you've felt those feelings and you know what it's about. You don't want to be that person, right? So sales is a bad name. So because you don't want to associate like that, what tends to happen with a lot of people is we avoid selling altogether. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like, I don't want to be anything like a salesperson. So I will do my absolute best to avoid selling altogether. You then open up your business and then you learn that, well, I've got to sell my product. Yeah, then what you do, it's like it's in this weird state where you know you've got to sell, but you don't want to be a salesperson. So generally what happens is people will just, it's like, it's almost like they try to sell their product, but there's no belief in it or they do it with little heart. They just like kind of touch the service. They don't back themselves. Um, they don't want to come across pushing people or anything like that. They want to. They don't want to annoy people. And all this, what's going on on the inside, basically doesn't get your message across to your audience. Yeah. Think about someone who. I mean, everyone's bought a product before. Like, if you think about, think about like a really good experience that you've had when you've bought something. We've all bought something where. You bought a product and I want you to think of where there's been a salesperson behind it, right? How exciting is it buying a product when like you love the product or how exciting is it when you buy a product off someone where you love the salesperson? Like it's not, it's not like you don't feel like you're being sold to. Yeah. It's just like you're kind of in this little journey of getting something that you've wanted and you've needed and the person that's there is just handing it over to you and it's just like a great experience right so sales can be amazing and it, and it should be amazing and the thing is, is that you've got a product to sell so of course it, sh it just needs to be amazing so number one is you got to believe in your product right your product is perfect for the right person mm -hmm. your product isn't perfect for the wrong person so that's the first thing the first rule is for the right person, your product is perfect. And that's all you've got to remember with this. For the wrong person, it's not. So it's not about trying to sell your product to everyone. If you're in that mindset, that's when you start getting a little bit incongruent where you're like, okay, I shouldn't be doing this. So number one is I want you to think of who is your product bloody perfect for you. And then when you're selling, you're jumping on social media, that's the, that is who you're talking to. Do you know what that shits me, Monica? Sorry, uh, did you say you're beeping this stuff out? Oh, yeah, it's fine. It's fine. Go ahead. Okay. Um, <laughs> what annoys me is where I see someone on on stories and they're going to sell something. And this is a, this is a, ta a telltale sign, this one. Someone's on stories and they're about to sell something, right, their product. And they say, hey, you know, I'm about to, you know, I've got my program hits for he this person. So, like, you know, if that's not you, um, you know, probably go to the next slide. 
No, you're not talking about that because that means you're concentrating on the wrong people. I just want you to focus that you are talking to the perfect person here and that is it. You're not thinking about other people, what they're thinking, if it's the right thing. It's just like, okay, look, I've got this product here that I believe in. I know exactly who it's for. And I'm going to talk to that person and only think about them. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even know your original question. <laughs> no, no, that, I mean, <laughs> this is perfect. It's just yeah. um, talking about how to really mm. overcome some of the fear of selling and um, the avoiding of sales. And I, I love what you just said too, because I think actually it also shows up in your voice kind of subconsciously. So mm. if you show up on your stories to sell one of your products, but you're thinking about, oh my God, who am I bothering? Who am I annoying? Who is this not for? Will people like it? Man, that shows in your voice. And when you show up on your stories in that way, people can subconsciously register like you said, the incongruency or just the lack of self-confidence or just your own fear of judgment based on your voice. So do you notice that too? Yeah. Just like when you show up confidently, right? Like, you know who this is for, you know how it's going to help them. That is a totally yeah. different demeanor and gets different results. And it's person who's like timid, scared, potentially getting judged, thinking about those, those side effects that can come from selling too. Yeah, that's, that's huge. It's so big, like your energy behind what you sell and your belief is just like, it's the number one thing. I was, what was I talking to this about to someone, I think yesterday, um, I used to work, I used to work at a, a blinds and window furnishings company. Right. And I used to, um, I used to, uh, train the sales team and it used to happen every single time we'd, we would hire a new lot of salespeople and we used to, in this company, there was like window furnishings and there was a lot, there was like 15 types of window furnishings. There was a, it was, it was, it was complex to learn all the products. Then you had to learn how to measure the windows in for all different types of window furnishings. There was a lot involved, right? So for someone to start and go out to someone's home to sell this stuff, it took a number of months to really settle into it. Yeah. Probably, it, probably a good year to really get all over it. But you take on these new lot of salespeople and you'd basically say, hey, look, this is what the sales, this is what, you know, you're expected to sell. Here's the potential. Here's what the top salespeople are selling. And here's what you can earn here. Look, and we used to show them here, are the salespeople, this is what, this is the results that they're getting just to give them proof that, hey, if you come in, we're looking for good people. This is what you can earn. Right. And it's realistic. Every single time, like 80% of the salespeople, the new salespeople, their first month would sell as much as the salespeople that have been there for years and years and years, wow. even though they knew next to nothing about the product. Like seriously, couldn't even talk about the product. <laughs> Didn't even know how to measure the windows. Yeah. What they had was enthusiasm, energy, belief. Yeah. yeah, they didn't have these like, oh, that type of person doesn't buy. Oh, they live in that area there. They're not going to buy. Oh, that product. People don't buy that product. It's too expensive. They were just like, oh, sweet. That's possible. Yeah. And, you know, I've come into this company. I'm made to believe in myself and their energy comes across and they somehow get sales. Yeah. Yeah. So it just goes to show that even without the knowledge of, all this stuff on the outside, just the energy and belief is how much importance it pays. Time and time again, with through working with people, I have seen the exact same people where you could say on the outside, yeah, kind of had a high standard, but internally have got all these challenges. They struggle. And then you flip it. You could say someone on the outside 
doesn't know this stuff as much, um, not as doesn't speak as well on camera and video and all that type of thing, but they've got this, they work on their belief and they've got this energy. They, they outperform the other ones yeah. every time. So combine them together. Yeah. And you're unstoppable. Yeah. If you can be awesome at what you do, you know, your stuff, but then you've got this internal belief and you work on your energy, enthusiasm, and everything like that. It's all over. It is seriously all over. You, you yeah. sustain that. You'll be absolutely, you'll just be magic. You'll live a magical life. So can I ask you a quick question on that actually? So I love what you said about enthusiasm, energy, and belief in yourself. How would you coach someone or what advice would you give someone who is going through a rut? So what if they're showing up on social media, trying to sell their product, showing up with enthusiasm, energy, and belief, but maybe it's not clicking just yet. And that enthusiasm starts to come down. What would you tell them to keep that energy up? What advice would you give them? You got to think about how long you've been trying this for. Yeah. The everyday person wakes up and what do we do? We wake up, our alarm goes off. We don't, we don't get up when we say we're going to get up and we jump on social media. We have a scroll on social media. We check our body emails. We uh, basically think about the day and then we, you know, think negative thoughts and we're like, oh, I've got to do this. I've got to do this. I've got to do this. So basically that's how most people start their day in a cycle of negative thinking, jumping on social media, looking at other people and the amazing lives that they live. And that basically sends a message to your brain that you're not good enough and you worry about the future. You worry about your day. So you're thinking about a future that you don't want. And also the social media thing, it's basically teaching you to um, not be grateful. So I don't have that. I don't have the money. I don't have the freedom. I'm not over in Paris like those people are. Now, if you if that's the way you live your day, you can forget about ever building an amazing future because we're just on repeat. Yeah, We wake up, we do the exact same thing, sleep in, scroll on social media, freak out about the future, feel anxiety, be ungrateful, compare ourselves. How the hell can you become amazing when that's your frame of mind every single day? So if you are like, that's what you've been doing for the last 25 years, 30 years of your life, yeah, and then you see a video on manifestation or you do a course and you've been doing it for one week and then you're like, this ain't working, well, guess what? You've got 20, 30 years of bullshit to overcome, motherfucker. (laughs) Sorry. Oh, done it again. Done it again. Sorry. Oh my god! Oh my god, Monica! I'm like ruining this thing, aren't I? <laughs> no, no, it's all good. We'll get we'll get some beeps in there. Just get some to... beeps in there. Oh my gosh! Give my Terrible. podcast editor something to do. <laughs> I, sh- I should have warned you, everybody. Um, so yeah, you've just got to if you've been doing it, you got to just relative like you've been putting a really bad message into your body for so long, and you finally turn around now. Number one awesome job on actually changing, making a change. Then even though you're doing this manifestation stuff and you're putting energy into thinking better, your brain has been wired to think the opposite. So consciously you're thinking better thoughts. You're being more positive, but subconsciously your brain has wired opposite. And you've got to rewrite that thing. And that takes, usually takes some time. Yeah. So I guess in regards to your question, Moni, if you've got someone who's trying all this stuff and they haven't seen the results and they're getting a little bit upset and beat down, 
it's kind of similar to what we we're talking about before the instant gratification thing. You've just got to learn to have patience with this and there's just no easy fix with it. Yeah. You've got to learn to develop patience and just stick at something. You have to, it's the number one thing. Like you've just got to, you got to learn to be patient. You got to learn to play a long-term game. Um, and I would basically, I, I say to people obsess over becoming great. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? If it's like, if you're being just doing the same old thing, which I just went through the social media, re- watching the news and all that, freaking out about future, you've been doing that for 20 years. You've ultimately been obsessing over feeling crap. Yeah. And you might be like, I'm not obsessing over it, Luke. I'm like, sorry, how many hours a day are you feeding your mind to feel bad? That's an obsession. Sorry. What do you call it? Mm-hmm. That's an obsession. You've been obsessing for most of your life to feel crap and feel no good. I want you to do the opposite now and obsess over feeling amazing. So number one, remove anything and all things possible that make you feel no good. Don't watch the news. Yeah. Um, stop scrolling on social media. Cut your scroll social media down for 95% and only scroll intentionally, meaning that, hey, okay, I want to learn something or I'm looking for something. People will be like, I don't want to do that. Well, guess what? You don't want your future. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's not easy. You know, stop watching all those TV shows. We don't, <laughs> come on. Like you're not going to get to 20 years time and go, I'm so happy that I watched eight seasons of Billions. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I get it. They're cool shows and they're amazing. Like TV series these days are so amazing. But it's like, what do you want? Do you want to build a future? You've got some stuff. You've got some work to do, yeah? Mm-hmm. Like you've, you've got some serious work to do. Obsess over becoming great. Remove the things that make you don't feel good. News, social media, TV shows, eating shitty certain food. movies, eating crappy food, yeah? yeah? Not exercising. Um, people, no exercising. People, yeah. certain people. The average person, if you got all those things, you took away all those things each day, the average person would spend hours and hours every single day on those five things that I just mentioned. Mm-hmm. News, social media, TV shows, movies, and people. Hours. You've now got hours every day to put it into intentionally feeling good, exercise, eating good foods, meditating, affirmations, um, YouTube videos that make, teach you to learn, hanging around the right people, obsess over it. Now, guess what? Is it hard? Hell yeah. Is it uncomfortable? Hell yeah. It all comes down to do you want it or do you not want it? Because yeah. that's it. So it's, it's pretty simple. Strategy simple. That's it. Obsess over becoming great and feeling good. And uh, you do that and things will change pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. I, I agree with that hundred um, percent. And there's one quote that I always say, actually, I heard it from a friend a few years ago, but he said that running a business is like the world's best personal development journey and the world's best personal development course. Because truly, if you want to be like the best business owner possible, it's exactly what you just said. It's not just showing up on social media. It's working on your beliefs. It's working on your mindset. It's working on your subconscious. It's working on what you eat. It's working on what you think. It's working on what you watch. It's working on what you consume. And only when you really work on all of these things underneath the surface that when people start a business, they have no idea that it's going to be talking about what are you eating? What are you consuming? What news are you watching or not watching? How are you taking care of yourself? How many hours of sleep are you getting? But if you're not focusing on those components of your life, 
How are you going to be the best business owner? How are you going to be the person that your business needs for you to actually make the progress, have the attention span to do it, have the energy, have the enthusiasm like we were just talking about if everything is draining you? And I know so many people too talk about being burnt out. And when I ask them, why are you burnt out? Usually it's because I'm eating crappy. I'm watching a lot of news and watching a lot of TV. They're not burnt out from building their business. They're burnt out Mm. from taking care of themselves, not in the best way, but then their business isn't progressing because they're tired and they don't have any energy. And it's like, well, this is, this is truly where so much of the work is to get to be that person that your business needs you to be. So I'm glad that you mentioned all this because I feel like I say this pretty frequently and people are probably like, oh my God, Monica, stop talking about this. But when I get someone else to mention it, it's like, okay, good get another perspective on someone else who understands that and can actually preach from that, that point of view too. So I love what you mm. said right there. I think it's spot on. Um, I just want to circle back to what we were talking about to round out this discussion. We were talking about showing up and selling. And the first yeah. thing that you said is really having belief in your product, that it's not for everyone. It's for a certain person. Talk to that person when you show up on social media. It sounded like maybe you had a couple other pieces of advice in terms of how to get over this avoiding sales or this weird, slimy feeling of sales. Is there any yeah. other advice you would give for someone to help them just to show up on social media and sell more of their products? Um, well, I mean, if we come back to like the authentic selling kind of model, right, which is, I say that know the sales process, but then be yourself whilst mm-hmm. you talk about it, right? Depending on what type of product that you sell, like I can imagine selling, I can imagine selling like a, a bracelet. The process might be a little bit different compared to say, if you're selling, um, uh, health coaching, right? Yep. But it's like learning, learning like a general sales process on how people, you can take someone from, okay, if your goal is to sell your product, right, get them to hand over their money. What's the steps to take them from them first discovering you to handing their money over? And then you've got to actually have awareness around those steps. So, you know, I use the example of me selling window furnishings before, right? Um, We had specific steps that you would go through and it wasn't you just go in there and go oh what am i doing oh am i measuring the windows am i (laughs) am i talking about the product am i pricing it up and you know you'd walk into a home and people would try and take you to you know they're like straight away hey here's the window can you measure it up and they'll try and flip things and determine what you're going to do. But we would always teach the salespeople that, hey, there's a step, step one, step two, step three. Um, the customer will try and take you to other places, but you've got to control it. Mm. So step one, and I know we've all got products, different products here. So I'm just going to give you an example with the blinds, right? And then see if you can relate it to yourself. Step one is you would walk into the home and you spend time getting to know them and building some rapport and just getting some little common ground. So it's just like, you know, when you walk into a cafe and you're meeting someone, yeah, you just want to take a little bit of time to get to know each other. So there's a bit of comfort there, right? It's hard to get someone to, um, you know, if you want to sell to someone, the easiest way you can sell to them is by them being super honest with you. But when we meet someone who we don't know, 
we've kind of got like a little mask on. We've got our kind of our barriers up, our protection. So we don't fully show who we truly are. We don't exactly express how exactly we're feeling and everything like that. If we, we want to get those down, we want to pull the walls down because then it's a lot easier to sell to someone, right? So that's what the idea of rapport is. Yeah. It's kind of getting to know someone a little bit more so we can relax each other and become more comfortable and be trusting with each other, right? That was step one, number one. Then step number two is the salesperson would then want to find out, okay, cool. What's your, what's your problems? Yeah. What are your problems and struggles? Sweet. You're wanting some new window furnishings, right? Tell me about what's the problem. Yeah. They're like, oh, it gets hot in here. So then we'd be like, cool. When you say hot, like, are we talking all year round or is it just summer? And they'll be like, oh, look, it's, you know what? It's basically all year round. This is a north facing window. So we're getting sun through here. Da, da, da. And we're just asking question and question and question. And we're getting, okay, sweet. So what are you talking when you say hot and it's all year round? How hot? Like what, what temperatures does it get in here? And then they're like, oh, well, I reckon it gets like really hot. Like we're sitting here at our dining table. And, you know, we're sweating and I'm like, right. So you're sweating. So we're just like, not just like finding out the basic levels. We're going deep with this thing, asking questions on top of questions on top of questions to find out what are their struggles and what are their pain points around this thing. Once we've found out what their struggles and pain points are, we then go, cool. Well, what do you want? Like, I will, you know, I'm wanting this type line or I'm wanting to be able to sit here and have some protection, but I want to see out. So we're finding out now what do they actually want. Once we've found out their struggles and their wants and any need that they have, we then start talking about our product, right? Mm-hmm. Now, I know this is different. This is probably a different one to say if someone's selling a bracelet, right? But I just want to go through this because this next step is huge. And anyone that I teach how to sell, this next step is an absolute game changer. An amateur salesperson will try and sell their product the exact same way to everyone. Mm. A professional salesperson will find out the struggles and the needs and the wants of an individual and then customize their product to meet that. You know, when I sell my one of my programs and I've been speaking to someone in the chat, I'll ask them these number of questions. What are your struggles with? Where are you at right now in your business? What do you want? And then I basically go, okay, sweet. This is my program. This is what it's about, you know, and we go deep into problem number one that you said there, you know, we really concentrate on covering problem number two and the thing that you want, you know, this whole section has been completely designed for that thing that you want. Now I'm not talking crap. My program does all that. It does a hundred things, but they've highlighted three things and I've touched the program on those three things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When you do that, someone then goes, oh my God, this is exactly for me. Yeah. Oh my God. Like this is everything's for me. Sorry. It's the same program that the next person's got. Yeah. It does a hundred things. You know, you want three things in particular. I've just spoken about the three things and highlighted and put emphasis on it. The next person has said three other things and I've sold it to them differently. Yet they both say, oh my God, this per- this program's perfect for me. Right. When you do that, that's where the magic happens and people are like, oh my God, like this, I'm so excited to work with you. So excited to buy your product. So that's it. So it's, you go in there, build some rapport, find out what their, their needs are. You then sell your product against their needs. Um, and then it's simple from there. It's just like, okay, cool. This is the, this is the investment. This is the price of like this. 
Um, this is how you can get started. What's your thoughts on it? Do you want to go for it? Is there anything hold you back? And there's no like, there's this no pushiness or anything like no awkwardness. It's pretty simple. If you've done this process right, they will walk in the door. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, and there's no need to push. It's pretty simple. Hey, look, Mon, I've got this, you know, do you want it? Cool. If you want it, sweet. Let's get started with it. You got a few problems? Cool. Do you want to work with that together? We can work together to get over those problems if you want it. Yeah. What's the problem? Mm-hmm. Cool. See if we can overcome it. If it's not right for you, then that's, that's all it is. Hey, I hope you're enjoying today's episode so far. Make sure you click subscribe to stay up to date because we release a new podcast every single week. And if you're getting value out of this, then share it. Share it with the world. Share it with someone that you know that would also benefit from it. And hey, tag us over on Instagram at Luke underscore page and we'll give you a shout out for the support. Thank you so much. Let's get back into this. So if we can use that there with kind of how you're selling, if you're selling the bracelets, right, you can still talk about that stuff where you're doing generic videos where, you, you know, you're doing one video and you're selling to a large audience. You just need to know, okay, what, why the hell would they buy my bracelet? Exactly. You know? I think Why? that I think that's one of the biggest takeaways because what you mentioned mm. is number one, building rapport. And I think that's essentially what we're doing on social media, right? Is I know you talked about like yeah. selling window items and going into someone's home and actually building rapport with them in that example, yeah. but similar with selling bracelets or candles or jewelry or skincare, it's building that rapport on social media and being consistent, like we talked about right at the beginning, kind of coming full circle. And then I love what you said about problems, struggles needs and wants, because even though we're selling a product, and this is something that people struggle with a lot, they think, oh, like my candle's not solving a problem or my bracelet isn't solving a problem. But truly it is, right? If someone's buying a candle, they want a cozy home. They want to have a candlelight at night instead of a harsh light over their kitchen. If they're buying a bracelet, maybe it's to like build confidence or maybe it's so that they can quickly put something on when they're running out the door. So we truly still are solving people's problems and their struggles. But what you said about being super, super, super specific on what is your audience, what are your followers actually struggling with and what do they want and how do you speak to them in that way with such specificity that they're like, yeah, this is the bracelet that I want because I am always rushing out the door. I have three kids. (laughs) I need something quick. I need something I can wear in the shower or where I'm washing when I'm washing dishes that won't tarnish. Yes, that's what I want. So although Mm -hmm. you gave us a couple examples, I think it ties in perfectly with how to sell products too, and just connecting with people. Essentially, that's that's what everything that you said, authentic selling and just building that connection with the people that yeah. are following. That's it. That's it. Mic mm. drop. Ding. <laughs> Awesome. Well, Luke, thank you so much. This was such an awesome conversation. So many good pieces of information that I know people will love. I would just like to ask you um, to share with us where can people find you? Where do you hang out? What's your Instagram handle? All that fun stuff. Yeah. um, Instagram's the way to go. So at Luke underscore page. So P A G E, just like the page out of a book (laughs) (laughs) awesome i'll make sure to link that in the show notes so people can find you but with that just want to say thank you so much for taking the time it was such a pleasure having you on the product biz podcast um and thank you for being here thanks mom 
Hey there, I hope you loved today's episode. If you did, I would really appreciate if you could leave us a review on the platform that you're listening to this on right now. You see, your help and support allows us to spread this podcast across the world and we can't do it without you. Apart from that, make sure you're following us over on Instagram at Luke underscore page.